On today's first round KO, we go through a lot of news from WWE. We go through just everyone that I want to talk about, every news story and every wrestler, every storyline thing that I want to talk about, we bring up and we go through. So enjoy a long discussion about WWE. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome to... Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia. <laughs> she has a podcast? Yeah. And the only reason I knew this was because I was reading this story on um, the WWE page on Bleacher Report. And she had an interview with Rey Mysterio, and I read the excerpts from this interview about why he left the first time. Which, just read, just from reading the excerpts, I really want to go back and listen to the podcast, because it sounds like it was a damn good episode. That's awesome. And I, and I just always, forever will love Rey Mysterio. True. So. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. A Connor J.D. Moore who somehow still has a voice after the Bastille concert. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a good thing we didn't record yesterday. Obviously, we couldn't, but... I was say, I got back at, like, one. I was still pretty rough after uh, Raw. Really? Yeah. I did a lot of shouting for Raw. <laughs> <laughs> you did. It was fun. It was super fun. It was a very fun night. Yeah, surprisingly, because then I get home and I was like, man, that was so fun. You know, like, we got to see Elias. <laughs> and then that's when it started to dawn on me that, like. It was a shitty ass show. It was a terrible episode of Monday Night Raw. It was. I, it like was. I, like, like we were saying, the only reason that it's kind of offset is that we were there. We kind of just made the, made the most exactly. out of it. Like, it was, yeah, because, like. If I'm watching on TV and I see all of a sudden Kurt Hawkins with, you know, with Ember Moon, and then I see Ember Moon versus Tamina, I'm going to be like, ugh. And then, and then you get to see No, no Way, Way Jose, Jose versus Jinder Mahal, and it's like, ugh. But Being there is like, <laughs> when you're oh, live, shit. it's like, holy shit, Ember Moon. Holy shit, it's Kurt Hawkins. Well, there's Hawkins. nothing wrong with Ember Moon. It was just a Kurt Hawkins yeah. inclusion. Was it was, like, like huh? so weird, and I was like, what is happening? Right. And then No Way Jose was super fun. Like, it's just fun to be there. Like, it made a shit show actually decent. So, Thank yeah. You. No, I, I had a lot of fun. Um, if you couldn't tell already, we're going to be doing Wrestling Wednesdays, as in today is purely wrestling all day, even though there is some news in sports that we're going to have to talk about on Friday. Does this involve a certain Cleveland team in a trade? Yeah. Okay, cool. We're going to have to talk about that. But that's for Friday. Today is Wednesday. We're talking wrestling. And I have three pages worth of notes, <laughs> things I need to talk about. I literally <laughs> went through because on my drive home yeah. from winter break or from Thanksgiving break, I was listening to three wrestling podcasts yeah. and things just kept coming up. And I was like, man, I want to talk about this. And then I was like, I forgot what it was like two days later when I was writing my notes. So I literally went to the Wikipedia roster for WWE, 
went name by name and I was like, yep, need to talk every about this. Every single one or just about... the ones Not that... every single one, okay. no. I went through everyone. I was like, nah, I don't need to talk about it. Nah, nah. But yes, I need to talk about you and you and you. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> well, start your timer, folks. Here we go. The authors of pain are a fucking joke. <laughs> So we have our Raw Tag Team Champions and their manager, Drake Maverick, who is a fantastic performer, but his first actual role within this team, first he pissed himself when he got scared by the big show, and now on the Raw that we went to, oh, I said this was stupid while it was at. This was one of the few things that while it was happening, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Oh, same. Same. I, I was just saying it just... All the time. Drake Maverick grabbed Bobby Roode's robe, brought it to the back, put it over the toilet, stomped it into the toilet, and then peed on it. <sighs> why? Like, why? Okay, the reason I wanted to bring this up, for it's stupid, and it's childish, and it's Vince McMahon humor at its finest. But, like, it's so damaging to these two men who are supposed to be these unstoppable monsters and just these and they're your tag team champions and this just reiterates the fact of how much vince doesn't care about tag team wrestling especially the number one contenders were bobby Roode and chad gable who aren't even a real team i just don't get it <laughs> i'm just do you see, I mean, I don't get this entire piss gimmick, but I mean, it's stupid. If you're gonna out like, of everything to bring all, out a Survivor all, Series, right? Of all the gimmicks to run out of, this is that's the one where continuity yeah. uh, still applies. However, my thing is what I mean, but I don't watch a whole lot of 205 Live to know about this. But is he just two completely separate characters in 205 Live and Monday Night Raw? Like, I don't I'm know. So yes. Before Survivor Series. Since Survivor Series, I haven't watched. But yes, beforehand, he was basically... See, that's the thing. Before... He's a face GM, and then he's even before aligned with Sur... a heel faction. On yeah, Raw. even before Survivor Series, he was different characters. And like... But like, he didn't really have a character with AOP. He was, he was literally just there. just there. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you a single thing that he's done for AOP. So... I, I don't know since then, I guess. I'd have to go back and watch. I might watch tonight. I know I'm going to watch NXT tonight, but, yeah, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Why why dilute your tag team tam- championship storyline to, to to urine, to piss jokes? It's just terrible. Oh, it's just terrible. The only The only good part about that segment, which I did have a laugh at, was while he was peeing, he was whistling the glorious theme song. Right. <laughs> and then at the end when flush, he just goes, glorious. It was so funny. But it was a terrible segment. I never want to see it again. I hope they drop this whole P. Because now your big monster tag team is getting chance of AOPP. And, like, the, the commentators are making jokes. And they, they've turned them into jokes. It's just terrible. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. I hate it. I hope they need to drop this whole urine thing. Baron Corbin, what are your before we get into it? What what are your thoughts on Baron Corbin, the current character, the on-screen character? 
more over than his character before. And Corbin has always done the best with what he's been given. That's true. But even with what he was given in SmackDown, you could even kind of see that he was, after a while, like he, he was even just going through the motions after a while. So then when he came to Raw, it was he it was a little bit of a resurgence. And then when he's... When it felt like almost out of nowhere, they put him in this authoritative role and just aligned him with the McMahon family. And by McMahon family, I just mean Steph. Stephanie. But this is his the best we've seen of Baron Corbin since being on the main roster. And yes, I know that he was a United States champion at one point, and he at one point was Mister Money in the Bank. He was. But this is the best we've seen of Baron Corbin since he's been on the main roster. Yeah. No, I agree. The key, for the, but the key phrase I'm going to say here, with the caveat to that, is for better or for worse. This is the best we've gotten out of Baron Corbin. Yes. And looking at your notes, that's where the worse part comes into play. On this week's Raw, someone did the math, and Corbin was on on the TV screen. Someone whether it was, actually going back and do the math, mm-hmm. so it was whether he was on, you know, backstage. In a segment, so anytime or in he ring, popped up on camera, anytime that he was on camera on the live stream, uh, on the you know, yeah, on the on USA the show, live on stream, the show, yeah. Anytime that he was on, it was an hour out of the. Well, I don't know what it is without commercials, but it's three hours out of the hour he was on, or out of the three hours he was on the screen for one of them, a full hour, a full sixty minutes of Baron Corbin. That's just way too. As good as this character is, that's too much for almost anyone. Especially on a Monday Night Raw where there's just heel heat after heel heat after heel heat. Everything, every segment was built around heels getting heel heat. Mm-hmm. Like the only segment that I can't even. So like the the two, the three instances that I can think of faces getting their, their comeuppance was still around heel heat was the Lucha House Party, which we're going to get to. But that was still revival getting heel heat because they there was still them trying to that they hate the lucha house rules, and then you have Ronda and Natalia getting attacked by the riot squad. Mm-hmm. Ronda and Natalia still got the upper hand, but it was all about Tamina, Nia, and the riot squad. And then you had the other women's segment, which Bailey and Sasha got attacked by Dana, Alicia, and Mickey James. Again, heel heat. The entire show was he. Elias Monday just got heel. Yeah, it, Elias just got ran into the ground by the heels to well, start the show. Let's be real. Elias got fucking buried. Yeah, which, Finn, Finn and Elias have been getting fucking buried. We're gonna get to them. Um, <sighs> it's just so th- that's why I uh, my note literally says Corbin too much. Yeah, you, you can't have anything that even even something that's good like. I don't think I would want if Becky, you know, if if SmackDown was three hours, I don't think I would want a full hour of Becky. Uh, it depends. I know, I know, I know. There's that phrase that goes, "You can never have too much of a good thing." And I, I think you can, though. It depends. It, it de- does depend. It, it depends. But I, th- but in the case of Becky Lynch, I think everyone would be okay with an hour of Becky because she is the hottest thing. It depends on what she's market. doing. That's that, right? I mean, if she's just doing stupid bullshit mm-hmm. just, where you're just like what the fuck this isn't the becky i know then yeah but if it's becky still being badass stone cold becky lynch 
for a combination right. of an hour, then you're, which we'd fully expect because they'd never really have Becky doing anything stupid now. Yeah. And I suppose then earlier in the year, they did that Iron Man match on Raw where Seth was in the ring for, I think, an hour, right. hour and, and a, a half maybe. Right, and I mean, Seth is, a, is, it can be argued that he was one of the best wrestlers, yeah. the best male wrestler on the planet this year. He can he has an argument for that. In WWE, but yeah. Right, in WWE, right. for sure yeah. he was. Worldwise, he has an argument for being top okay. five, top ten. So I okay. So I got there. There could be instances where an hour isn't too much, but when you're a heel getting heel heat and you're doing rest holds for a lot of the time too, it's just too much. Like it, it if it, if it was a babyface getting over, that's when you can do it. But you can't do heel heat for an entire hour of your three-hour program well i mean for an entire three hours but especially not with one person for a full mm-hmm. hour that's just way too much like i said i enjoy this baron corbin character i is very entertaining i kind of wish they weren't pulling him out of the raw gm role i think they're going to but you know which you know what? sucks because now he's gonna wrestle more yeah but again <laughs> like this is the best they've Baron has been since he got to the main roster, but they've got to find a way to utilize him. Yeah. If they're going to put, I think he's better suited as a wrestling role because him in a managerial role, in all honesty, I think it's just bogging the product. But him, I don't know, he plays the, the kiss ass pretty well. Oh, he really does. So, but I, I just think it's, I think Baron Corbin is almost hogging the limelight from almost every superstar, male or female, on Raw, which. If that's what they're going with in this current in this current iteration of Raw, where Lesnar doesn't show up, then that's shitty because the talent, even though he's wrestling, the attention should be focused on the actual legitimate like talent, talent, like the wrestling talent, not the guy who can who can wrestle when he wants, but is actually an authoritative figure. Yep. So if they're gonna if they're gonna put this emphasis on mega heel Baron Corbin. Take the authority role out of him. Just I, yeah. turn him loose and make him a wrestler. Well, it's stupid, too, because almost every match that he's involved in, he changes the rules, which is fun every once in a while. But you do it twice in a night. You did it at Starcade. Yeah. You do it last week. Exactly. I, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if they if they want to keep rolling with him and make him this mega heat or make him, yeah, have him keep building mega heat and make him this mega heel, which I am so okay with. Yeah. I'm very okay with it. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that I don't like Baron Corbin. I just think that the authoritative role is taking away from what Baron Corbin can be because he can be a fucking sinister heel if they take away the authoritative title. Now he's just a now he's just a Stephanie McMahon kiss ass who decides, oh yeah, I can wrestle when I want to, but I'm gonna cheat my way through it. You know, or what I'll I, have Bobby or right. or, or McIntyre de- right. take the brunt. Exactly. Of it. You know what I do actually want to see him go back to is the constable role. I think that was perfect. Oh, the constable role was great. Where I loved he's it. still he's still a wrestler. He has no actual authoritative power, but he's basically a muscle for whoever is GM. However, he, right. And he goes in and enforces rules during matches. Like if some, if he thinks a baby face is being unfair or something, which obviously, you know, they wouldn't be. Right. But in his eyes, if, if he thinks they're doing something unfair, he can go fix it. That kind of thing. I thought that worked really well because then he can still be the kiss-ass kind of guy to Stephanie or Alexa eventually, who I think is going to be the new GM. Um I, yeah, I think that's perfect. I, I want him to go back to that role, hopefully. Um, I wouldn't mind it. And as, I think that would play into the character, too, him going from almost being D- GM to being back down to Constable. Mm-hmm. I think that could be good. 
Um, but we're going to come back to this authoritative uh, theme in a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure people can guess where I want to go with that. Bobby Lashley. 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 My man. Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley got paired with Leo Rush because he's not a good promo. Right? Right. <laughs> in the opening segment of Raw, how, who had a microphone? <laughs> not Leo out Rush. Out of the four that were out there, it was McIntyre, Corbin, and Lashley. Leo didn't even have a mic. And Lashley cut a promo. Why? <laughs> Why would you have your big guy who can't talk cut a promo when you literally gave him a mouthpiece? It's stupid. We heard Leo say, like, one thing at the end of the show when Bobby won his – or no. I think it was after he beat Elias. He was just like, my man, the almighty mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley. Like, that's all we had. I don't get it. That was – it's stupid. Why even pair someone up if you're not going to have him cut the promos? It's ridiculous. The only way that works was, like, the Paul Heyman CM Punk, where Punk can still cut promos. I was going to say, but – And they Punk, bounce off of each other. I was going to say, but – and is it a difference? Punk can actually talk. No, yeah, exactly. That's the only way that it works. If this you If you have someone who can cut promos and a manager, but they have to bounce off of each other. They have to cut promos together, like a tag team almost. That didn't happen here. I just that kind of stuff just pisses me off. It happened later in the night with AOP too. Like Drake Maverick cut a little thing, and then AOP said their little cry or well laugh now, cry later. But that's but that's fine. That's fine. Like they kept. I guess their talking is kept at a minimum. That's true. That's true. Which they've always have been. Bobby, except for that little part where they fired Paul Ellering. They didn't say much there. They just did. They didn't say anything when they fired him. They just no, but after that, before oh, did... Drake Maverick, they oh, really? were cutting their own promos. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, that's why they compared with Drake Maverick because they couldn't cut promos. And Drake can talk. Drake is fantastic. Well, uh, Rockstar Spud, Rockstar as Spud. he's known. Right. Yeah, no, he Spud's fantastic. That's why I wish he didn't have this stupid gimmick. And that's the thing; he kind of made it work. Like it didn't work, but he made it. You know, he did the little whistling thing, mm-hmm. and he glorious again. Like, there's certain wrestlers who can do the best of what they're given. Which, by the way, stupid question here, but I'm very unfamiliar. Because when, when they introduced him to 205 Live, I was like, who's this guy? Where did the Rockstar Spud character originate from? TNA. TNA? Mm-hmm. That's where Impact. he's from? Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I just wanted to talk. Like, managers in general. Like, I enjoy managers. It feels like they're overplayed nowadays. Like, there's almost too many of them. But, again, they're not being used correctly either. That's the thing. I don't know. It's weird. Um, I'm just going to go like this. <laughs> Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman was supposed to win the Universal Championship at Crown Jewel. And he didn't. Brock Lesnar won it. Because money. Yeah. Apparent. So there were a, a lot of conflicting rumors. Some saying that Vince just wanted the belt on a megastar. There were some rumors that saying that said Strowman had backstage heat, which was proven false. Which was proven false. Uh, there was there was another report that kind of went along with the first one, saying that they didn't think Strowman was ready for a main event role. But they've been hovering him around the main event for how they didn't, long? They didn't think that 
just because Roman had to leave that they should just thrust Braun. They thought that they were still grooming him. But I disagree with that because I know because Roman he. We want to talk about the most organically fucking over superstar and probably the majority of 2018, late 2017. Braun motherfucking Strowman. And even his ring work, too, has... Since Daniel Bryan. Right, yeah. since Daniel Bryan. If anything, he deserves... Like, it should have been... Like, if we're talking about people outside of Brock Lesnar, who's people who are legitimately full-time under contract. Right. Reigns and Strowman should have been. Yes. And since Roman is unfortunately gone for reasons that we already know of... Yeah. Strowman's earned that title. I just feel like they've buried him. I don't want to say buried. That's a bad thing to say. Bury would mean that they've just killed him off, which they haven't. But they've really diminished the Braun Strowman star is what I guess, yes. is, I guess what I should say. Which but. leads into my note, lost, lost. In my mind, I don't want to see Strowman as champion anymore. I still do because they've screwed with him so much. And it's like, for me, I'm just like, at some point, they have to give in. Because he's had six championship matches. But that can't be. It's I don't think that's necessarily his fault. No, it's the booking's it's, fault. Right, and here's and here's the thing. I mean, I'm not saying it's his fault. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, the lost lost is the Braun Strowman character. Right, uh, it's which, lost its main event status which, for me. Which in a way, yeah, it has. And the more he's still running around circles for Baron Corbin, it's that's the thing. It, the other, well, it was it like two weeks ago when he was chasing Baron Corbin? They right. just kind of diminished him back to that comedy character again. Right, and the thing here. That I don't get is okay when Roman was around and it was Strowman versus Roman. You know when 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 Roman had the belt, I can get why they wanted to keep it on Roman because yes. by hell or fucking high water, Vince wanted the belt on Roman. So if you're gonna throw it on Roman, you keep it on Roman. Right. That's fine. Completely understandable. That's that's your soon to be, if not already is, face of the franchise, not named John Cena. Understandable. I'll live there. Uh, most fans won't because they don't like Roman, but you get the you get where I'm you get where I'm saying here. I would have been okay with Roman if they would have just pushed him, right? Like they kept like we're gonna push him, we're gonna push him, he's gonna be champion. They just kept teasing it, teasing. Yeah. If they would have just all right, Here's Roman's the, the guy. Belt, yeah. Roman's the guy. Here it is. The here end. You go. Yeah. If they would have done that, I probably would have been okay with it. Right. Him. Instead of just tricking everybody, think oh he might not get it. It's like bitch, we know you. Instead he's of get a it. three year build build that literally led to nothing until SummerSlam SummerSlam which needed the help Strowman exactly um <laughs> so so there's that but what I don't get here is that and I don't know if this WWE is just so or Vince just has money wedged up his fucking ass so high that that's all that he cares about but Crown Jewel should have been it like I will mm-hmm. say this until the until the cows come home. We predicted it like weeks on end when we knew Crown Jewel was going to happen. Dave Meltzer said it was a for sure thing. Right, like all of us are just every last one of us. I have a hard time finding one person that was just like, yeah, Lesnar's getting it. That was supposed to be it, and I don't know. I don't know if it's just the fact that they struck that mega deal. I don't know if they're really trying to go with that crowds over appeal. But for fuck's sake, why? Oh why? Oh why? Like what does Braun have to do? That's that's the thing. Like he's organically over. Check. Improved ring work. Check. He's a big sweaty man. Check. <laughs> he's charismatic to be a big sweaty man. Check. Kids fucking love him. Check. Like I don't he has get a it. phrase that fucking transcends sports entertainment. 
mega fucking check. And what just... does he have to do? What does he have to do? And I hope, I hope that when he comes back, that he's finally a product of WWE giving in uh, to the. That was weird. Um, WWE giving in, giving in to the fans, in the sense of they finally, they finally gave up, gave up, and they're like, you know what? Yeah, y'all want Becky? Here's Becky to have your, have your Becky. You guys want Oscar? They here's Oscar. Have your Oscar. Um, who else? Give me someone on the men, on the men's side. Oh, y'all want Dean to turn heel? All right, here you go. Here's your Dean heel turn. At some point. And you and you mentioned this on Hog Talk earlier today that we were just like, oh, oh. Seth Rollins as a baby face when he returned. Exactly, y'all want Seth as a baby face? Here you go. Let's burn it down. Yep. WWE has a thing where they get pushed almost to the brink, to the point where they're finally like, okay, we tap out, white flag. Here you fucking go. And then it, Daniel and, Bryan. And then it works. And then it fucking works. And they're like, oh shit, why didn't we do this earlier? I don't know, Vince. Why didn't you? So I hope, I hope that when Braun gets back from this out el- from that elbow surgery, which we still don't know the timetable for, that they finally he's re- gonna miss TLC. Is he? Is that mm-hmm. confirmed? We're- Successful surgery yesterday, as in Tuesday. Yep. And the timetable but- is past. It's most likely January. Okay. He's for sure gonna miss TLC though. Okay. So I keep forgetting that January is literally next month. Mm-hmm. Um, or almost. Almost. Yeah, we're still like, we're in at the end days. of November. Yeah. yeah. So I hope by the time he gets back, they're like, okay, fine. We realize we fucked up once, twice, a billion fucking times. Yeah. We need someone to carry Raw. He's clearly it because they're never going to push Balor till Trips takes over. So never. Um, Bal- yeah. So I don't know, man. But yeah, he's a loss is a loss. But for, but for me, that still that makes it even more like it makes me want him to be the top guy more. To the point where I'm like almost angry. To the point where it's like, why are you not? I like, guess. what more do you have to do? But that's just me because I'm, I'm all, I'm all in on Braun Strowman. I'm, so. I'm being a conditioned WWE fan right now. He's Which been is, over for two and a half years. Yep. And they still haven't pulled the trigger. Nope. So, and Crown Jewel was the perfect time to do it, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. So, instead, they stuck him in this freaking feud with Baron Corbin. So, at, at this point, I've given up hope on the character because I feel like I have to. And, you know, if they surprise me, then I'll be all for it. But at this point, I I have lost the interest, especially with Seth Rollins being the hottest wrestler this year and with the rise of Drew McIntyre. I just think... And, and the push in waiting for 2019 for McIntyre. Exactly. So, I just think... I. I don't see Strowman getting it because I realistically, because now the reports are Rollins versus Lesnar, which we're going to talk about at WrestleMania. So my assumption would be Rollins gets the title at Mania and then he goes into a feud with Drew McIntyre. And that's your summer feud. But you did say that much said that that feud between Lesnar and Rollins doesn't, it's not, there, yeah. there doesn't necessarily need to have the belt at stake or even have the belt on any of them. Which I've thought about that. I don't want to see Rollins versus Lesnar not for the title. I kind of I kind of do. Remember Dean remember Dean versus Lesnar? This is a whole new de- animal though. I guess. Seth is a whole new animal as far as Dean is. Like let's be real. Seth is a whole new animal. Yeah. 
I don't know. But like yeah. Seth is one of those guys where you can afford to have a belt off him for a little bit. No, yeah, but I at the same time, agree. Seth is also a guy who who's probably deserved a universal title, at least Chase. Probably more than anyone on the current active roster. Can you imagine if he not faces, named Braun Strowman. If he faces him for the title at Mania, and Strowman retains or Lesnar retains. Stock drop. You oh. I have a I have a fix for Braun Strowman. If you're not going to put the universal title on him, just put a title on him, not the tag team title. So sorry, Nicholas. Um, which was a fun bit, but. If they don't want to put the universal title on him, and if they're not going to put him in the intercontinental chase, I just want to belt on him, honestly. But if they're not going to do that, there is the one thing that they can do that I part that I really think they will do, and I think it's going to benefit him and the brand. Hmm. Go to the blue brand for for the for the for the dur- fox for the during the fox deal, yeah. Like, send them over there, like, right before the Fox deal or on that first big thing, the first couple of weeks when it's on Fox, Braun Strowman. I wouldn't mind it. Watch the fucking reception and watch how better utilized he'll be. Yeah. No, 100%. I wouldn't mind it at all. So, with Braun Strowman being out at TLC, the rumor and what's most likely going to happen is well i guess there's two stories to replace the Br- the baron corbin match at tlc what's yeah what are they one of like them a, is bray is news to me one of them would be bray wyatt bray just, wyatt just bray wyatt going in he would be braun strowman in the bray, in the uh baron corbin match like he would just represent he would fight for strowman so would he just be so would that would so that would make Bray this anti-authoritative anti-authoritative yeah, figure. I guess because he because he remember at Raw he was like any you're either you either want to you want to get on my good side and then everyone's like you're either with me you're either with Corbin or get or against Corbin right. So would that make him like this fuck the authority kind of type of guy or it's just fighting for Strowman his former black sheep. I I don't know I don't know what story they would go with right. But that that is one of the possibilities. The other possibility. I'm struggling to remember who reported it, but um, a credible source said that another plan that they are going with would be some sort of multi-man match, much like they did in 2012 when it was The Shield versus Team Hell No and Ryback, I think. Mm -hmm. That sounds about right. But anyway... Um. Yeah. So some sort of multi-man match. Which so how that way I have no idea what what way they're gonna go. How are they gonna do that? Because they've already made it that it's Baron versus Braun, and if Braun, I mean, if yeah, if Braun loses, right, then Baron's the so it would the, be the, the official GM Team Corbin versus Team Braun. Braun wouldn't wrestle. He would, you know, maybe maybe it's Wyatt, Elias, and Balor. Versus, versus Corbin, Corbin Lashley, Lashley, and McIntyre. Winner, you know, t- if if Team Corbin wins, wins, yeah, or, yeah, if or, Team Corbin wins, then Corbin wins. Why does it, it just sound like Team Cena versus Nexus all over oh again? God. Yeah, so those are the two plans. But anyway, I I wanted to bring up Bray Wyatt, um, for that news' sake, and for character's sake. So over the summer, when Matt Hardy initially retired, apparently not retired anymore. No. Um, 
but he had to leave, so they put Bray Wyatt on the shelf. Reportedly, it was they put him on the shelf to revamp his character. And he went on this weird Twitter story where there was his, like, his it's almost like a, like a psych ward type yeah, of thing. Yeah, where the, the doctor had his Twitter and he was giving updates every day and blah, blah, blah. <coughs> but apparently if they go with him returning at TLC, they're just going to drop that. And it's just going to be his he's just going to be Bray Wyatt eater of what worlds. What did he what did he come back as on when on that brief appearance at Star Cage? Was, was he eater of worlds? He was Bray Wyatt with the apron and the lantern. What's wrong with the eater of worlds Bray Wyatt? I don't mind it, but they've killed it. They've ran him into the ground even when they gave him the title, they just took it off of him like nothing at WrestleMania. That's true, but I still think eater of worlds Bray has that has enough mystique where people especially if he comes back. In kayfabe, if you put him in the right way. In kayfabe, this man has supernatural abilities. And he still loses matches. I've completely forgot about his supernatural ability. You know, exactly. And the match that they actually made it a thing, the WrestleMania match against Randy Orton, Which he lost shit. his title. Exactly. It was a shit match. And he lost his title even though he had these supernatural abilities. And lost to a, dan- a man with supernatural abilities. Put it this way, apparently RKO greater than the supernatural. I guess. But, like, I don't know. So, do you think... Do you think that Wyatt should change his character? Personally, no. But if they do change his character, I'm going to be interested to see what they do with him because he's been eater of worlds since right. he came up to the main roster. Yeah, be- I want. I I would love for them to make the eater of worlds thing work. The only thing is, they need to change it a little bit. He can't cut the same promos because the promos he used to cut were just gobbledygook just oh. I mean if they make him more, more like a split personality eater of worlds where, where it's kind of like that where you still have that psych ward where mm. on one then he's just Bray Wyatt like the mortal and then there's Bray Wyatt just the twisted demented I will consume the entire universe because I right. have this ability and still put that in a face type of way yeah so almost like a he's he's more of a he's a more demented lunatic fringe but in a face type of way you, yeah. you get what you get what yeah. i'm saying no absolutely it, but yeah. i do think they do need to freshen up the eater of worlds things because i still want them to continue with that because he's owned it mm-hmm. he's made it his own and i love it i love the eater of worlds giving even when he was a heel i loved it mm-hmm. it worked they need to freshen it up somehow they need to add a new dimension and that new dimension for a while was woken slash broken matt hardy and i really liked that yeah. Now they need to find something else if Hardy's not going to be there. So yeah. that's going to be the that's going to be the trick. If if Bray's going to come back, they got to find a new dimension to the Eater of Worlds. Because if it's not going to be the Woken gimmick, what is it going to be? He could almost continue the Woken gimmick. He, by himself. He could because he, he could. technically went into the Lake of Reincarnation, which they had such a good opportunity to change his character. They. <laughs> It's such a good opportunity with that. I don't know. I maybe not necessarily a complete revamp of the character, but at least changes to yeah. the Bray Wyatt character need yeah. to happen. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like I said, I don't want them to drop the deleter of world. Oh, not deleter. The the eater of worlds gimmick. But I want to see an. But I want to see a new avenue. I want to see a new dimension to his gimmick. Yeah. If they change his current gimmick, he can't come back the same guy. And I don't want him to come back a completely different guy. If they just keep the same gimmick and change it a little bit, it could work. <laughs> but to be fair, if they throw him in a feud against uh, Corbin and just any of the heels, I feel like that that he if he stays in his current gimmick, 
It could work. He, like, it, it could work because it's... He needs it, to go over. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing with Ray Wyatt. He always lost. Right. Like, that's why he, That's why this gimmick has lost so much of its And that's why Matt Hardy really bailed him out, too. Because it, it helped. Because he was winning. Even in te- even if it was a single match, he was winning. Exactly. He had, a, he had a career renaissance with Matt Hardy. Brock Lesnar, as I mentioned earlier, uh, right now is Universal Champion. He has two matches on his contract. I'm assuming Rumble and Mania. Yes, most likely. I can't imagine, you know, Elimination Chamber or something like that. But, yeah, so... The glorified house, or just a, another glorified fucking house show. <laughs> if if Team Strowman wins at TLC... If that's what you... Th- is that exactly what's going to happen here? Is it going to be... I mean, they, got, they have to keep the Strowman angle somehow. Uh, if, if Corbin loses at TLC... I'll I'll put it that way. Yeah. Then Strowman gets his championship match at Royal Rumble against Lesnar. So that's one match. The other match is WrestleMania, which a lot of people thought was going to be Strowman and it was eventually going to be his crowning moment, much like they wanted to do with Roman. But now reports are coming out that Brock is scheduled to face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. With with the belt being the thing in question, though. Cause, right. Because I saw that. They're like, he would, because Meltzer was just yeah. like, it doesn't have to be for the belt. I think they'd be cool with it not for the, the belt. S- the, slated, the slated thing for Mania is Lesnar versus Rollins. There's, n- there was no indication whether it's for a belt or not. And unlike, that's probably, unlike most other matches where they kind of have a good idea and that the belt is going to be right. on the line. And that's probably WWE just being like, hey, he's going to have a championship match before Mania, so let's not say that it's for the belt because otherwise that's going to take away the mystique of the Braun Strowman match. Right. So, Which is in, very WWE. They're smart enough to do that. They know about Meltzer and them leaking things and right. stuff. So Dirt I, sheets and everything. So my assumption, and we'll go with the fact, not the fact, we'll go with the idea of it, Universal Championship match, Rollins versus Lesnar. Do you think that's the right choice? I can tell you what I want the Universal Championship match to be at Mania. I want Braun and McIntyre. Yes. Yes. That's why I said Lesnar and Rollins – you've either said, one of those matches, actually, I would be fine with. Right, because I mean, you've said it yourself. Lesnar without the belt is a fucking—he really is the beast incarnate. Rollins, I think. Rollins, I think, win or lose with that match, he'll—you can still throw him in the universal title in the universal title picture because he's still gonna—he's gonna get that rub off of going against Brock Lesnar at freaking Mania. True. So that's why what, earlier I was like, I don't see the issue with it being with there not being a belt anywhere in this did I spell something on here? With there with there being with this feud not having a belt at right. stake. Okay. I would be so okay with it if that meant I got to see Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman in the co main event because I still do think they're gonna go with the first female all first female main event here at this Hopefully. mania. Which I have some fantasy booking about Ooh. That I said on three count. Yeah, uh, I think we'll. I think we'll get to it. If not, we'll get it. Get to it at the end. I'll throw it in. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, this is the year for them to finally do it. This is women's wrestling has. This is the and best. I have one. the perfect way to do so it. This is the best the women's division has been since the Attitude Era, yeah. in my opinion, uh, and even that crossover between Attitude and nice. the uh, Ruthless Aggression Era. Yeah. But yeah, no. Do I think it's a good idea? I. You can't really go wrong. The the thing here would just be I would would be one. When the fuck is it bronze time? And two, Seth would have to go over here. Yeah. but No, I agree. But if you're asking me, do I want this to be the universal title belt? No. 
the belt should be on Strowman, and I want McIntyre to have that shot at Mania. That's fair. Um, in mm, in my eyes, that's too quick of a turnaround for Strowman to win at Rumble, and then because that would, in my mind, that's a Bray Wyatt type of thing where they put the title on him and then have him lose at Mania. I would well, rather you don't have to have Braun lose. You don't even have to have Braun lose at Mania. I never said anything about him losing. He could still you beat McIntyre lose. Yeah, can build because nineteen I is suppose. supposed to be the year of McIntyre anyway. So right. you can have, so I mean if W I mean you take out the not the calendar year twenty nineteen. I'm looking at like the uh, you know okay. how we've always had that yep. discussion about the calendar year okay. and the WWE calendar. I see how the mean. calendar yep. resets the night after Mania. If the WWE calendar state is from all the rumors that we're seeing, if twenty nineteen is the year of Drew McIntyre, what's okay. what's the harm of having him lose at Mania if he's already if he's gonna become this main event megastar? I mean, and if he loses to Braun Strowman, he loses to Braun Strowman. It's not the end of the world. It's not like he gets. It's not like he he's gonna get jobbed out, and then he can still come back and turn around, win the Rumble, fuck around and win at what would that be thirty? What Mania would it be in twenty twenty? Thirty six. It'll be thirty six. You can have him do that, because McIntyre's gonna get that big push with or without the win. In my mind, the way I see it going is Rollins beats Lesnar for the title. Mm-hmm. McIntyre beats Strowman at WrestleMania in just a singles match. They could they could bill it as a number one contenders. I don't think you'd have they, a number one contenders match on Mania. Yeah, why not? Fair enough. I think they should do that more. That they should have of, contenders matches on it because then you can have a contenders feud and a title feud. That'd be kind of. I dope. think that makes more sense. You'd have to pull it off on one of the big four, or big five. Yes, five. It's big Survivor five Series, now, yeah. Money in the Bank, Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble. Sur- Money in the Bank. Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would do. I so Rollins wins the title. McIntyre wins at Mania. Then you can do McIntyre trying to chase the belt before or during the summer and doing feuds. You know, with Amber or you know, I don't know who they're. Whoever their top baby faces are, because there's going to be NXT calls up, call ups. There's going to be a shake up. There's going to be all that stuff. So he, he can feud. He can do main event feuds, not for the title, and he can win all those. And then eventually, going into SummerSlam, he goes after Rollins for the Universal Title, and you could po- you could probably just give him the title. Put the at, belt at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam. You could almost. I wouldn't do Money in the Bank. No, that's. That I was. Gonna, to be that was actually what I was going to. That's what I was actually going to going to say. Like. What's the harm in having McIntyre win Money in the Bank? That's too quick of a well. I suppose. I mean, they they gave Money in the Bank to Braun Strowman, who arguably didn't need it. That's true. So that's the thing. I I I don't like giving Money in the Bank to people who can credibly win a title match. That's fair. So like I I didn't like the Strowman that, thing. That's I fair. I wouldn't like McIntyre. I was gonna say if if 2019 is supposed to be McIntyre's year, then he really yeah. doesn't need Money in the Bank. So that's why I that's what I. But then what do they do with Braun? <laughs> Moving to SmackDown. <laughs> so McIntyre and Rollins stay property of Raw then? For now. Yeah, I would say. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. And have Strowman go for that title over in SmackDown. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm, yeah, if, I'm all if, for if, that. if we're talking that, yeah, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Lucha House Rules? What a waste of the revival. <laughs> Um, this, is, this, this is not an indictment on Lucha House Party no, at all. My notes are literally 
it's the revival's note that Lucha House rules. <laughs> right. Like, this is not a knock on Lucha House party because at first I was just like, why the fuck are they on Raw? I thought we killed the Cruiserweights being on, on Raw thing. But they make it entertaining, and I like it. See, that's the thing. It's not the Cruiserweights on Raw. They're just on Raw now. But that, don't, but they show the weird... up on 205 Live, right? Though. But but the way that so w... they're so they're the they're way that dual they... branded now, I guess technically because the... the think about it, the way that they come on, they don't say the cruiser. You know, it's not the purple nameplate. It's not. They don't say from 205 Live. Right. It's just they don't Lucha House Party. They don't even mention it with Leo Rush, yeah, he, even though he is on 205 Live. Right, exactly. Leo Rush and Drake Maverick. They don't mention those are two different worlds, basically. WWE canon is <laughs> such a weird fucking thing. Let me tell you. Raw is just the canon in its own black right. Hole. There's WWE and then canon and then there's Raw. It's stupid. Where canon doesn't exist. There's unless we want there's it SmackDown, to. There's SmackDown. There's 205. They're all different canons. <laughs> Honestly. But no, Lucha House Party rules are stupid. Lucha House rules. It's it's so. Like Vince, uh, so here's what I'm thinking, and th- this is what someone else was speculating too. Vince saw at Survivor Series. So to preface this, apparently the reason that there was the tag team uh, Survivor Series match was to at least show the tag team a little bit of love because Vince hates it. Was to show Vince the tag teams. So that wasn't a Vince call. Apparently, like the like the, the two show writers came together like, "Yo, our tag teams aren't getting shit. Let's show our boss up." The report, is that what happened? The report is that Triple H said, "Hey, we're gonna do a tag team Survivor Series match," and Vince let it go. Or and Vince, Vince was like, "Sure, why not? What it can go on the pre-show, and it won't count towards the total." I, it was gonna count towards the total. They and, fucked that up. But it was. It was yeah. No, Raw was supposed to win. <laughs> it was supposed to be a clean sweep. And then SmackDown. But then somehow in the creative writing, it got messed up, and they booked SmackDown to win that match. That's why That's why all of this is happening, where they don't count the pre-show, and they won, but they still say clean sweep, 6-0. That's why that happened. 6-1. Right. But anyway, so, okay, going back to that. People think that, because if you notice in the tag team match, Kalisto gets hurt, air quotes for the podcast listeners, Kalisto got hurt. He he rolled out of the ring and le- sat up against the barricade, and Grand Metalik just took his place. I think Vince saw that there was like three three Lucha guys. They all look the same. They're a tag team. They look fun. Th- th- people think that he was like, okay, let's make this a thing where they can all wrestle at the same time. And they originally, at, at Survivor Series, they were like, Freebird rules. Even though that's not how that works. Freebird is for a title. And and then Vince ran with that idea. The Freebird rule came from the Freebirds, I assume. Right, the, yeah. the, the Freebirds, because there were three of them. Yep. Obviously, tag titles only go to two. Any one of those three can defend that title. New hence, Day. Hence the New Day, yeah. New Day. New, new Day are the newest people to adopt the Freebird rule. So would it be the Free... Is it just perpetually the Freebird rule? Or yeah, is it, yeah. They or, call it the Freebird okay. rule. So... Vince was like, all right, Freebird rule, they can all wrestle at the same time. And uh, and everyone backstage was like, no, 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 that's not what it means. And Vince was like, fine, I'll make a new rule. Lucha, Lucha House, House rule. Because <laughs> they're Lucha House. And that's what it is. 
that's how this so, came up. So what? So what happens if it's another trio and they're not <laughs> and they don't have a tag team belt? Lucha House rules. Is it Lucha House rules? So let. So I guess hi- it's perpetually Lucha House. So rules let's now. hypothetically say, right? Let's hypothetically say that Baron Corbin, <laughs> Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley become a three a three member stable. Is it then now called fucking Lucha House rules? <laughs> so that's the thing. So or is it called bald guy? <laughs> Black dude and Scottish dude rule. Like, what the fuck is it? Corbin rules. Corbin rules. Um. <laughs> so, on Raw during the Lucha House Party match, which I laughed really hard. I laughed really hard when JoJo was just like when they were just like revival. Was like, oh, we got a rematch. It's gonna be an actual tag team match. JoJo. Two seconds later, this match is under Lucha House. I just, and they were like, what the fuck? I laughed. So fucking hard. The commentators, Michael and Renee, their faces, were ecstatic about the Lucha House rules. This is so fun. I love this idea. You know, and Corey's like, what are you talking about? This is a handicap match. Why is this okay? Later in the night, when when Corbin had his match with Balor, and he announced that it was a two-on-one handicap match, Michael and Renee were sitting there going like, this is... This is detestable. What a heel. This is the wrong thing because now it's two on one. What? How does that make any sense? They're sitting here because their faces, it's okay. But because they're heels, it's a bad thing to do. Oh, my God. It's terrible. It's just terrible. Not only is Raw its own continuity, but it seems every person and every team and every segment is its own continuity. It's just terrible i just can't believe yeah lucha house rules needs to go needs to go i have an idea can we actually do something fucking worthwhile with the revival yes again not an indictment please not an indictment to lucha house party i enjoy them they're fun but but god damn the revival have been wasted the lucha house party has also been very sloppy yeah they have specifically kalisto but Damn, the revival have been wasted. They need to do something. This is why I was. You remember how agitated I was when they kept on losing to the B team? I was fucking livid. Ask Kyle how pissed off I was every time the revival lost to the B team. I was livid. pissed. Livid. Every fucking time. I was just fucking irate. Dean Ambrose. Yeah. So this story started off Dean Ambrose turned heel because Seth Rollins cost them all those years with the Shield. And now every time that they try to re- reunite the shield, someone gets hurt, something goes wrong. That was the story they were telling with Dean Ambrose. He was a confused, psychotic guy who was just looking for revenge from Seth Rollins. Then what was the Roman thing? Because I remember he about some like we're all getting what we deserve. Yeah, and then he look, said we all have to like look just karma. look at yeah just just look at Roman. Look at Roman. Where was he trying to get the karma thing from? Because. Uh, because the shield, the shield Rollins, were heels. The shield right. were heels. So he was saying, "We're all gonna get what we have coming to but us." He's a heel. Why is he recognizing? Right. That. That's the. That's the thing. He was telling the story. We were heels, and now every time we get back together, it never works. Something goes wrong, and we're all gonna get what is coming to us. And he's he he's like, like a heel. Try. He was a heel trying to defend his own actions. Basically. And he was blaming Seth for all of it. And that's where the karma thing came in. He said... But, uh, if the karma, Roman, but if he was blaming Rollins, then why is Roman included in the karma thing? Roman is answering to the man upstairs. And it's because all Seth, of, Because of Rollins. Like, it's all Rollins' fault because, because Rollins initially Rome. turned on him. 
So Roman. Because they missed those three years because Seth turned on them. In story mode. And in so he feels mode. that the whole Roman thing is in, is as a result of the karma of Ro- Oh, thank you for putting the dots, yes. for connecting the dots. So they were, that, that God, was- God, I, lo- I, lo- I loved that promo. It was great. It was. Until two weeks ago. Yep. When Dean started saying, you people, he started saying- Well, I really liked his promo when he burns the fucking shield. That was great, but that was three weeks ago. That Oh, that was- Two weeks ago, this is in L.A., he started saying, you people. He started saying, L.A. smells. And he had a handkerchief, and he's holding it over his nose. Is that Rollins' fear? No, it's you people here in L.A. And then he said the same thing in Milwaukee. He was getting tetanus shots and just flu shots because he didn't want to catch the flu from you dirty people. It, all those vermin, it's a cesspool, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. He's turned into a generic heel. Who apparently has... Germophobia. You're right. <laughs> He's a fucking germaphobe. How did they fuck this up? They were telling the right story. Oh, they really. They were, were literally telling the right this story. This was the hottest feud, and, and now, then and, and then they were just, just like, "Nah, go get a shot in your ass." <sighs> I don't get it. Dean Ambrose being goofy only worked when he was a face. Exactly, and it barely worked then. I didn't like all of the stuff that he did. Some of the stuff was good. It, it depended, worked in moderation. It depended on the opponent most of the time. Like, the Lesnar stuff didn't work at all. And Lesnar didn't care a crap about that match. So, no. But they've turned him into a just a generic heel who says, you people, and insults your hometown, and it's just stupid. It's just ridiculous. It's bad that I have, this, I have this outlook on the TLC match, and, and I fear this is going to happen. By the time we get to TLC, I personally just won't give a flying fuck about this match. I'm already going down that path, and I don't want to go down it. But we, I, I legitimately, I'm slowly starting to not give a shit about this. We've feud. been looking at this match since he returned before SummerSlam, and now we're finally getting it. And there, it's the easiest story to tell. And they started doing it. That's the most frustrating thing. They started telling the story, and they did it so well. But this is what happens when we get the panic booking. We get the panic booking, and it works until they start doing what they actually want to do. Fought, they resort back to type, yep. It's so but frustrating. But my thing was, why did it, even after the panic booking, they carried it out for so well, and then all of a sudden, like, nope. Like, why stop? Why stop? I mean, everything else was settling into, settling into place after the panic booking. I know. Why did they change that one thing? Of all the things you could have changed after the panic booking settled, they changed that? It's ridiculous. It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. You're telling me. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> oh, what a waste of an open challenge. Yeah. We've seen it too many times. Exactly. It's Now, I think on my three count yesterday, the Raw review, I got my stat wrong. I said over 2018, they've wrestled 15 matches. And then I said there was a 60 – if you turn on a random episode of Raw, there, you you get a 16, 62% chance of seeing a match between them. It was it was f- from June or July or something like that. But still, that's six months, something like that. It Literally, if you turn if you pick – So half the year, it's exactly. Monday Night Raw. If you look and at any Raw from July to now, you pick an ep- a random episode of Monday Night in that timetable – 
you have a 62% chance of seeing Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. In a singles match or just any form of contest? I think in a singles match. My God. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, yes, it was a waste of a heel turn. Or it was a waste of an open challenge. I'm, again, <laughs> I do this. I have hope that they use this as a way to introduce the open challenge again. And that they're just going, that the open challenge thing is actually building to someone answering the challenge and winning the title. That's what I'm hoping. We'll see. Um, but Clean or with Dean interference? Dean interference. Okay. I think I, You can't beat Seth clean unless it's someone big. Unless John Cena answered it or something like that. But I don't think. Oh, hell would freeze over. I don't think Cena's ever had the IC belt. That can't be right. I'm pretty sure. That can't be right. He's had literally every other belt. Exactly. Minus a hardcore belt. That one phase that one was phased when he came back, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do some on-air thing. But, uh, yeah, no. So I'm hoping that leads to something eventually. I'm trying to find. Um, but, no, the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about, Dolph, and we don't have to spend too much time on it, obviously. Uh, the record scratch needs to go. It's terrible. It, I've, I know I've said this before, but it's terrible. It makes no sense. Let's see here. Uh, da, 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 WWE champion. World heavyweight champion. United States champion. I think those are just different parts of his career. Hold on. Professional wrestling career. Da, 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 da. Yeah, these are just storylines. Yeah, I'm trying to... There usually is. Um, but yeah, the Dolph Ziggler, the, the thing needs to go. The whole, the whole record scratch. It's stupid. Dolph Ziggler deserves better. That's the other thing. Like he, he just deserves championships and accomplishments. World Wrestling Entertainment, World Heavyweight Championship three times, World Tag Team Champion two times, uh, WWE Champion thir- thirteen times. WWE Tag Team Champions, twice. He was champion with The Miz. And David Otunga, won the world. WWE US Champion, five times. Money in the Bank. Royal Rumble, twice. And some Slammy Awards. He's never won Never won the IC belt. Wait. Time out. You mean to tell me (laughs) the great John Cena isn't even a Grand Slam champion? Which is why I think he will win it eventually here. I've been saying that for about two years now. <laughs> but, um, no. The Dolph- they gave out Grand Slam champions like hotcakes for the last five years. How'd Cena yeah. not get it? All of the Shield, Hardy, Orton. All of this year. I think Dean actually did it, accidentally did it last year. Yep. And then they were like, crap, we have to do it for Roman. <laughs> uh, and then they did it for Seth, too. I, yeah. Speaking of Ziggler, what happened to his partnership with McIntyre? The the cannon black hole that is Monday Night Raw. I literally think they just dropped it. I think they were just like, McIntyre, you're with them now. But what about... Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring it up. <laughs> but no, my, my note here for McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, you're doing great. Keep it up. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, moving on. <laughs> uh, Elias and Finn Balor. What is WWE's problem with baby faces? Why can't they get people over as baby faces? No. Here's no. the thing. 
They are over. They just won't fucking do anything with Okay, them. but think about... Finn is one of the most over guys on the roster, and they've done shit with his character. That's a whole nother story. Like, the he... most over thing that he did that was that they took advantage of Finn was just bringing back Demon Finn in SummerSlam. They handed him the keys to the show. They handed him the Universal Championship within, like, two weeks of him debuting. Because he was the hottest thing. He got injured. Yeah. I I really think that was, like... Okay, you you're not championship material anymore. How is that his fault that I an know. accidental bump during a Seth Rollins? I it's not a buckle bomb. A it was a it barricade was a, bomb. It was the yeah barricade did, bomb. Yeah. But yeah, I I really think that's what it is. I know, um, but no, think about think about the top baby phases, even in the in the year, in the couple years past. Roman Reigns couldn't get him over as a baby face. They were booing him. Becky Lynch got over because they turned her heel, <laughs> and the fans were cheering her. No, they still cheered her before, but everyone felt wronged that they kept fucking her up because she was right. Because they always gave it to Charlotte or Carmella, Oscar buried her, buried her. I and she's still cre- incredibly over. Seth, I guess, but like Seth, they actually Seth was the rare case in which they listened. But at first, it didn't. They didn't do it. Nope. For whatever reason, they're terrible at building baby faces. Unless it's their chosen guys that they want yeah. to be baby faces. Or they get over on their own. Yep. Rusev, Daniel Bryan, Becky Lynch. <laughs> Finn, Elias. Finn, Eli- yeah, Elias. Like, Eli- none of them. Elias got himself over as a heel and a face. None of them have gotten over because of WWE booking. Because they don't want them to for whatever fucking That's reason. Th- like, what? And, like, <sighs> and I. And I don't know why. Hence why when they finally listened and gave in, they're like, okay, Charlotte's, Charlotte heel, Becky face, you win. Okay, Asuka's going to be in the title chase, you win. That's why I'm just like, I don't know what it takes, but I don't know. Hence why I, I say this so many times, and I'm going to keep fucking saying it until it happens. I am waiting. I can't say I'm patiently waiting because I'm not. And I can't say I'm impatiently waiting because impatient is an understatement. I'm just fucking waiting for the day I see the I see the news that Trips is taking a majority or more creative control in the product. And, I, and when that happens, yeah. God, I'm going to start loving this company again. I think that's going to happen around an, uh, uh, ugh, XFL times. I really do. So 2020? I'm hoping. We'll see. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Well, to be determined when they get back from injury. They're both slated in January. Really? Yes. They're both going to be back bef- uh, in time for Mania? That's why Owens had his surgery when he did, so that he could line up his return with Cam- with Sam, Sammy. They really are best friends. Yeah, they, they truly are. Um, hopefully, they're both ready for the Rumble. If not, they'd probably be, you know, post-Rumble, uh, pre-Mania type of thing. So, hopefully, they come back because... Nice boots, by the way. I'm just now looking at them. Thank you. They look clean. They, they work look- They work well with the outfit. Do they? Good. They do. Yeah, They no, they work. They work. Good. Uh... <laughs> Fashion tips. Right. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, no, they desperately need them on Monday Night Raw. They desperately need anyone on Monday Night Raw. Send me to the fucking developmental and let me and just call me up. Honestly. Turn Sammy back, babe. Bring him back, baby face. Yeah, heel Sammy just was horrible. It, it. I I wouldn't say it was horrible. I thought it worked. He I he, he worked as a baby or as a heel. Because I, he in my, tried very very hard. He was into it. You can tell yeah, when wrestlers was, are into he it. Was, he was definitely into it. You want to know the true tell of that? Next time you watch Monday Night Raw and Sasha Banks comes to the ring, watch her face. 
if Sasha Banks is smiling or happy, either the segment is going to go well or she's going to win her match. If she comes out and she's not smiling, she's doesn't going. Does she always smile in all her entrances? No. If she is going to lose the match or she doesn't like the segment that's about to happen, she's not smiling. Go ahead, watch next time. All right, so WWE social experiment. I'll remind you, Sasha, um, Sasha Banks experiment. No, I think Sammy would be a really good call as like a top baby face, as a as a as a face to chase the champion. Just imagine post SummerSlam, you have Sami Zayn chasing Drew McIntyre in the Universal Championship. Yeah, because his song is already over as fuck. Exactly, that would work so well. Uh, Kurt Angle, since they're dropping his GM role. What do you think his role would be within WWE? Depends on how healthy he is. <laughs> he can barely walk. It it it's very apparent that he can barely move in the ring. Like especially during that Drew McIntyre match, he he can't he can't move his neck. Like that's apparent. And I don't know how he. I watched his match with Cody Rhodes. Uh, I think it was 2017, early 2017, mm-hmm. over in uh, What Culture Pro Wrestling. And it was a good match. I don't know how they got a good match out of him. I think Cody's just that good right now. But they got a good match out of him, but he has not looked good since coming back. They so, haven't really thrown thrown him in the ring a whole lot this year. Right. Year, so that's my thing. Like, do, I wonder, do you think he comes back as just like a big five pay-per-view special attraction kind of guy? Maybe. And if they do want to put him on the odd raw, they, they got to get him some ring work soon. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, again, this. Do you all, think they do give him ring work? Or is he, like, honest, what it, What do you think his role is? Honest to God, it depends on the state of Raw yeah. it, it, when he comes back. God, I hope they don't give him a title. Like, <laughs> that's it. The, what they do with him is is really depending on the state of Raw. And now I'm sure he does his own ring work off to decide to try to, like, stay in ring shape and everything, which is great. But so many wrestlers say it themselves. You never are truly in, like, ring ring shape. Until you're in the ring with an actual competitor True. and not just sparring. And True. we haven't seen enough of that from Kurt. People like Triple H can get away with it because he never technically left. Yeah, I suppose if you... He never left. Right. And he wasn't... And Kurt didn't really... Kurt left WWE. Kurt left WWE. And he, he didn't went, leave he, wrestling, and though. He went like, and he went like other places, yeah. He impact, he went independent. Right. But the... The bot, I mean, both I, of, I, bot yeah. of them, both of them had like crazy ass injuries throughout the years. You have a years. good point, though. No, yeah. But like, you still have to work yourself in ring shape and everything with like the whole neck and, and everything. I mean, De- I mean, Debra is is, le- is learning that right now, and he's younger. Yes. Um, but tr- but but trips, he's his just his physical body and everything is a lot different. Like his body type is different, and that allows you to do different things. It's just like in general, it's like say for basketball or whatever, like. The, the easy tell you're 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 more able to you know, you'd, you'd have more of a success rate backing down somebody in the post like we can have the same exact post skill you'll probably have a little bit more success out of it because uh because of height and other and other things body wise that it allows you to, to utilize more of a, of a post game whereas me i can do the same shit but it might not be a gotcha. but it might not be effective okay due to certain due due to whether it be height yeah. due due to uh, due to certain footwork things due to whatever like I might like I might have a, a little bit of a of a quick or finesse type of style to a post game 
Whereas if you wanted to, you could just you could you could play bully but ball. There's other somebody. elements, that right? Go, there's okay. other elements to it. Okay. So I so I do think that plays a role. This is all just completely spe- speculating yeah. right now, but I do think whatever they do with Kurt, we need to see what happens with Raw. I would say, what's the next pay per view after TLC? Royal Rumble. Is it the Rumble? <clears throat> Rumble Chamber Mania. Damn, we really are getting close, aren't mm. we? Oh, yeah, because there's that month where they just don't have a fucking paper. Yeah, they do like a six or eight week build to Mania. To Mania, yeah. So. Which works. We're going to find out what happens post TLC. We'll get our we'll get our Kurt Angle answer post TLC. Alexa Bliss. God, I hope it's not over. Uh, yeah, she's not ruling anything out. Uh, obviously, I don't think any wrestler. But would. there hasn't really been any reports about the WWE doctors no. telling her no either. Which no. was so different from the there's Daniel just, and the Page thing. There's just fear. There's right. fear backstage. Right, there's just it, fear. Yeah. It's not just a flat out them saying, "Nope, you're not doing it." Well, and it's the simula- it's the similarities between between Daniel Bryan. You know, there's not right. the neck injury, but there's the uh, concussion concussion yep. problem. Yep. So, right now, it looks like they're moving her into a GM role. Is it's, it just is it just an interim thing, or are they, are no, they going to throw her in the ring at some I, point? That's that's the thing. Like, it's smart to keep her as this role because it's working for Paige. I think she'd be very good too. She's good on the mic and it's smart to just keep her in case she can come back cuz she was, you know, what she's like a five-time champion for Right. Them. She's a hot product. She's great. So You don't want to get you don't no. want to get rid of that. I'm very glad that they're keeping her in. Same. It's it's smart to They need to her keep her role. prevalent. They yes. don't want to just just exactly. bury her. They need exactly. to keep her prevalent in that women's division. Bailey and Sasha. Are we ever going to see those two fight? That's the thing. Are they like legitimately fight and not make up in two weeks? It kind of seems like they're almost going back to the feud. If you watch that segment back from this Monday, they uh, like Bailey kind of like, you know, they Sasha answered, "Oh, I would send you back to SmackDown to Alexa," and Bailey was like, "No, no, no, I don't think we would send. No, I, I disagree with you. Like, there's the, I obviously that's reading I thought, a little. I thought the." I thought it was going to come into play where Sasha just like cut Bailey off like right. she always does. So the Bailey bit was funny. It was like, I just sent you back to hell. And I was like, whoa. Just, just childish. Line. It was so stupid, but I loved it. Yeah. I, was just, I was just like, yeah, Bailey. So my question for this. Yeah. What do you think will come first? The Sasha Banks blow off match, Sasha Bailey blow off match, or blow off being as in like their feud. They're, like they're and they finally like go they full finally feud like NXT like level yeah. bad like blood they go have just... a WrestleMania match Sasha full blown heel Bailey hates her as a babyface type of thing do you think that is more likely or do you think women's tag belts and them staying as a tag team is more likely we'll get the fucking four horsewomen versus four horsewomen match before either of those two Fat, true if you're asking my honest opinion. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a who's the better horsewoman faction match before we even get a tag belt. Hell, because they WWE keeps teasing like that would be perfect setup to the tag belt. It would like WWE because then you can keep Jessamine and Marina. Up. That'd be perfect. Right. I mean, hell, the, when the company's like handing out signs saying we want tag belts, and Steffi's like, no, we're not gonna have a tag belt, but we might have a tag belt, but we ain't gonna have it now, but maybe down the road. <laughs> right. Like, like they acknowledge that they're gonna do it, but they might not do it. Just fucking do it. So to answer your question, neither. Horsewoman match. <laughs> Horsewoman match first. Secret answer C. <laughs> Dana Brooke. Oh, it's on Starcade. Why the f- Yeah, they just threw She was even in the Raw segment randomly as a fucking heel randomly again. <laughs> again. Do you know who she teamed up with at Starcade? Who? The Faces. 
she was in a team yep. with Natalia, yep. Sasha, and Bailey. Yeah, I saw I saw that on Instagram. Who did she attack on Monday Night Raw? Natalia, Sasha, Sasha and, and Bailey. Bailey. What? Starcade's not canon. <sighs> I guess. But what is canon on Raw? <laughs> Is basically what this comes down to. What is canon? How are we supposed to, as fans, how are we supposed to care about characters being healer face if they're just going to flip-flop these all the time? Also, on this subject, other than Finn and Seth, because those are the two that I can think of, name a current Raw superstar who did not turn either heel or face this year. Who did not. Who did not turn. Who did not make a heel or face turn in 2018? Ronda. Fair. They're not right. She just debuted. But still. I got uh, not women. Not women? So no, I'm just yeah, looking not at women. Because they're pretty consistent. Am I looking at Raw and SmackDown? Or just Raw? Just Raw. Just Raw. Fuck, dude. All right, hang on. Hang on. Hang the fuck. Give me a Raw. Give me a roster. The only other. Give me a Raw. on your phone because I got. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Give me. Okay, so I, uh, Bobby Roode popped into my head, too. Yeah, Bobby. But I didn't uh, give that one time. <laughs> <laughs> we still have a month left in 2018, honestly, right? I can't think of... Braun Strowman turned. <laughs> I just, I yeah, Chad Gable on. was heel. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Okay. Um, official destination. There's been so... my. I guess my point... There might be more names that I'm not thinking of, and there might be more names that I, that maybe my point isn't great, but... There have been so many turns. All right, so I'm so I'm looking at Raw, right? Yeah. Apparently, Akira Tozawa's on Raw. Cruiserweight. Um, why is Big Show on Raw? Because <laughs> he's not with the bar anymore. Um, stupid. Uh, B team turns. Yeah. Yep. This, this year they went from Miss Raj to B yep. team. Okay. God, Lashley that. turns. Yep. Bray Wyatt. He hasn't even been ah, – he was heel. He was heel with Matt Hardy, and then he turned face with Hardy. Fuck, you're right. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. Okay, so not that. That's what I'm saying. All right, hang on. Hang this on. is ridiculous. Chad Gable. Heel. He was a heel when he moved to Raw, and now he's a In face. the beginning of 2018, yep. he was a heel. When he moved to Raw during the Superstar, sh- Superstar Shake-Up, he came over and said, Fuck Jason Jordan, I don't need him. I'm, I I can be good on am my I own. Am I just looking at faces or just – am I just looking at I'm, any superstar who any, just – Any sort flips. of turn. The revival hasn't turned. Okay. Okay. Just give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> There's been so the fashion many. police. They were faces. In a, I think in they've a com- been faces all year. They yeah. were. A com- they were a com- they've also been off TV. Right. So but when they were on TV, they. No one knows what. They the- were teasing a Tyler Breeze thing. No one knows what the fuck Goldust is anymore. <laughs> I don't count him either. Slater and Rhino. Barely on TV. Still count. I guess. <laughs> right? The majority. I'm not counting No Way Jose. He's just no. been fucking MIA. He just debuted this year. The majority of that roster has turned either heel or face this year. Zack Ryder. <laughs> Main event doesn't count. Um, no, the law of diminishing return. I don't think WWE understands it. They, When they want to do something, they run it into the ground. They shove it down our throats. And it's the same thing with these heel face turns. Speaking of heel face turns, Nia Jax. 
Now, your I want to hear your honest opinion, and you can kind of keep it quick. We're we've been talking for a while. Do you think that it's a smart idea to capitalize on this heat and give her this little push, even though I don't think they're going to push her after the Ronda thing? If they do, I'd be pissed. Do you think Do you think she should get a push, or should she be punished and like sent back to developmental for that punch and for being an unsafe worker? Because this is a big thing going around backstage right now. Oh, it is. Oh, it definitely. It's is. a big thing in uh, online. Everyone, I I hear very split differences. I it's, hear people saying, as a wrestling company, yeah, capitalize on the heat. And I hear people saying, no, uh, if you're not not if you're not a safe worker, you need to go back to developmental. You shouldn't get pushed. Oh, the IWC Internet Wrestling right. uh, Community. Or, been, I'm just is is fucking split. All like this. the podcast that I listen to. Right. Yeah. But even just just. Wrestling Twitter's fucking split somehow. Here's my thing. They needed to do something to get some form of interest in this Ronda Rousey feud, because let's be right. real. This even the last time they feuded, the thing the thing that gave it some momentum was the fact that Alexa Bliss was hovering. Exactly. So Which she wasn't until that day. Right. But still, you know, <laughs> but right, you, yeah, you no, know what I'm saying? And the fact that, that feud happened around Money in the Bank. So that's there's that mystique exactly. around that. So they get a pass. That time, that time, that feud kind of got a little bit of an intrigue thing. There is nothing. There's no intrigue going into this exactly. one. No one wanted her to win at Evolution. So you think? So you like them keeping? I the, don't like it. Let me no. let me let me just get that straight. I don't like it. But they needed to do something. So they saw an opportunity, even though unfortunate, right. to get some form of momentum in this feud. So they're just running with it now. So right. if they stop the push after TLC. Which I completely think is going to happen because I think Ronda's going to fucking kick her then ass. Then you're okay with it. Oh, hell yeah. If they keep I'm, it I'm, after... pre- I'm predicting the right. I'm predicting the push to just fucking fall flat at the end of, by the end of TLC. If they, if they keep her going as... I'm fucking livid. Okay. That's all I want. Not to say that, I'm, that I like the push now, but they had to do something. I honestly think after this match, because they have to give her the match. They've had her do the evolution thing. Nia's going to have some time away from TV for a while. I honestly I think she needs to go spend a couple months in developmental again. Yeah. When she got called up, people were saying it was too soon. Throw her back in NXT for something I don't, or something for a couple months. I don't know. One sentence to describe Ronda Rousey's rookie year. Sensation. One sentence or one word? Sentence or word. Doesn't, yeah, you can go either way. One of the best rookie years in recent history, if not all of WWE history. And that's from in not a storyline standpoint, because obviously, like, a lot of people have come in, Goldberg, Ryback, Braun Strowman. They've all come back. They've all come in and had good rookie years because that's what WWE does. But as far as she has come in, she was a fantastic wrestler day one. She has improved wrestling she's see here's the other thing though so like her promos have improved but sometimes they're still shaky and now her wrestling is still it's shaky because she's good on pay-per-views because they practice her matches her and whoever her opponent is they go to they go to orlando and they practice their match for about a week before the pay-per-view that's why her pay-per-view matches are so good but when you look at two weeks ago when she defended against mickey james it was a pretty sloppy match. So, like, I – it's hard. I still think she's going to be great. Obviously, over time, she'll be able to pick up and be able to call spots in the ring and be able to basically do an impromptu match. 
but no, but I completely agree. I if I had to go with a word, you you said sensational. I would go with transcendent. That's a yeah, that's that's a better word. It's, she's been phenomenal. I don't remember anyone having this good of a fucking rookie year in WWE. It's it's incredible. It really is. Um, Paul Heyman, if Brock Lesnar actually d- d- leaves, which we've thought he has been for the past two years, um, do you want Heyman to be a backstage guy, or would you, or would you like to see him adopt a new client? That's a tough one. <laughs> I mean, he's doing. Ba- I mean, his backstage work is with Ronda right now, mm-hmm. and with other wrestlers that I probably don't and know I would, about. I, I, I hope that he. If he didn't take on a new client, that he would be just, more involved right. in, with not just Ronda, but the whole roster. Ag- agreed. Which, but I don't know what I would wa- rather have. You can have a little bit of both. You can have yeah. both. Have him. Have, I suppose he'd be there. So yeah, have him. Have him do both, and then like every now and then, pending around the time of year or when there or he can be the emergency breaking case of this superstar desperately needs it and aligns well with with Paul Heyman Glass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shane McMahon <laughs> hurting SmackDown. I think authority figures in general are hurting WWE, but specifically McMahon and SmackDown. So the question here is <laughs> I don't even know. I just want to talk about it. Like like what where It's just it's pure nepotism. He's Vince keeps putting him in these spots. He's basically the main event. He's basically the main feud every time. And when they started SmackDown, that's the thing. When he was named SmackDown Commissioner, he said, we're going to make SmackDown the land of opportunities. We're going to make it all about the wrestlers. And it's going to be, you know, it's 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 going to be all about the wrestlers. It's not going to be about the authority figures. But every time he shows up, he inserts himself into a new feud, and he's the main storyline. Five Fuck says the first wrestler who takes him on when he turns heel is going to mention everything you just said. Which Kevin Owens has done. But he was still the heel in the storyline. It's stupid. Oh, I hate authority figures in WWE today because they they just run it into the ground too much. There's too much power. They're on they're on TV for too long. They chat. They Stephanie just freaking emasculates anyone who she who is GM basically. Oh, it's terrible. You remember what she did to McFoley? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, it was terrible. Hey, Just, hey, Paige is doing all right. Paige is doing fantastic. You're she right. is the saving grace in all this, and I hope Alexa will be the same way. Now, where's Aiden English been? <laughs> this is bad that I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he has literally done – he has not been on TV except for being on stage for the Jeff Hardy thing last night. He has not done anything since his match with Rusev, which was a 90-second throwaway match to end that big feud. Two words. Main event. He wasn't even on main event when we went there. <laughs> no, I, I I think he is on the future. Uh, They're going to repackage him, you think? No, I. unfortunately, I think he is going to be on the good luck in your future endeavors list. Oh, that year, that their yearly their spring drop. cleaning. Yeah, their spring cleaning list. Unfortunately, I, they don't seem to want to do anything with him, apparently, even when he was over. Well, apparently Vince wants to keep everyone locked down if – the Young Bucks until, go with that promotion. Yeah, until yeah. Uh, AEW starts. Uh, <laughs> big show. 33 heel turns slash face turns. 33 turns 
since he has debuted back in what a 1999 or something like that he's coming up on 20 years 33 heel turns face all, turns all the shit we give him though very good asset to the company absolutely although now he looks like he can't move <laughs> he looks very bad recently he's still one hell of an asset to the company wherever they need him to be <clears throat> uh gallows and anderson should they leave if given the opportunity, obviously. Their contracts are coming up, so they might be one of the few, along with Nakamura, that can leave coming up. Do you think they should? It's so hard to say, honestly. I think for their body's sake and for their family's sake, WWE is probably the best bet. That's why Nakamura should stay. Yeah. Nakamura left. See, but that's the thing. So Nakamura left New Japan because of its because it's so intense and so hard on your body but wwe is hard on your body in a different way because they have to wrestle five days out of the week in new japan you wrestle once a week but the style of wrestling too. exactly so like that's the thing it's it's tough it's really tough to say in my it, if i was gallows and anderson i'd go after whoever gives me more money i guess yeah but that's true i think come superstar shake up Whenever that, whenever they decide to do that, I think Balor goes to SmackDown. They're not doing anything with him on Raw. They should move him to SmackDown, and they should redo that three-man group. Well, I've been calling for Balor to go to SmackDown for a few months now. Do you Justice want, for Finn. Do you want to see Miz as a babyface? No. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Randy Orton. He's been getting really good heel heat. Recently, I think this is one of his better characters. I really like this character. I just like Randy Orton as a heel. He likes Randy Orton as a heel. Mm-hmm. He 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 has always said that he's more interested in his character when he's a heel. Last night when he was beating up Ray, Ray Mysterio, he was getting cheered. I think he's getting too good. I think this gimmick is too good right now. Yeah. Or is that just because Ray has been not handled well and maybe they don't care about ray so they they just like a beatdown angle they being the crowd oh i think they like ray i just think everyone's just like yes we get old randy back can we but also can we just stop with the 2012 feuds being rehashed in 2018 please uh samoa joe just amazing but he has fallen into the same category that Nakamura and Strowman have fallen into, where they get title match after title match after title match, and they just don't win. And in my mind, and apparently not everyone agrees with this, but in my mind, that is super damaging to characters, and now Joe has almost lost his lust on SmackDown. Like, what's your your thought on, like, the whole Nakamura Strowman Joe thing like do you do you think it's okay for them to lose six title matches and still be top guys do you think that still works Strowman yes because I because at some point like if they did it to someone else I guess if it it depends on who the person is okay it really you think it's a case by case it's definitely case by case okay Strowman could get away with it Nakamura, they kind of, they, although the matches with AJ were great, they, they was, they didn't do much. So they're slowly piecing him back up together, which I appreciate. Samoa Joe, I don't know what they're doing with. 
to be honest with you. So it's it's very case by case. Speaking of Nakamura, finally has a storyline. Thank God. Think about once when he got called up. He had a storyline with Dolph, which everyone seems to get when they get called up. Oh, yeah, because he's one of the most trusted and right. established workers. Which I'm fine with. Uh, and then... He, he, had, had, he had that angle where he, where he uh, beat John Cena for the... Right, he beat John Cena on SmackDown clean for a chance at Jinder Mahal. Then he lost to Jinder Mahal. So, like, I, I wouldn't call John Cena a feud. I guess you could call Jinder a feud. Now I'm struggling to think after that. They had Survivor Series. He was on that team. I don't think he had a storyline in any of that. And then he didn't have a storyline going into the Royal Rumble. He won the Rumble. AJ. And now he finally has Rusev. So in the, what, year and a half that he's been in, he has had Dolph, Jinder, AJ, and maybe Rusev. It's not for sure that it's a Rusev feud yet. I'm willing to bet it's a Rusev. I, I think so, too. I just There's a chance that he has a, just a completely separate match and does the same thing to someone else next week. But I hope it's a feud for both of their sake. Yeah. They've just completely killed Nakamura. It's depressing. Is Asuka back? We talked about this a little bit on Hot Talk. As a per, as a as as you know, one of Asuka's biggest fans in southern Wisconsin <laughs> or in the Midwest. Yes. I hope. Is she back? Ask me again post TLC. Yeah, yeah I, two weeks after TLC. Yeah. Depends on what they do with her on TV if she wins the title. If she doesn't, they could still keep her as a main event person. There's a lot of things. Yeah. Like I said, ask me that same question after TLC. Is Becky Lynch the best thing in WWE? Yes. Next question. Charlotte. Do you like her better as healer face? She's more intriguing as a heel. She's she's she, fun to watch as a face, but she gets stale very quickly. She's she's best. Yeah, she's best as a heel. She's just better. Her screaming promos are really entertaining because they piss people off. Her promos in general are just or, yeah, they're just better when when she has like that vitriol, like that. Just, she's just mean and yeah, better as a heel. Iconics, they need to protect them more. Give them a few wins. They're entertaining. They have actual heel heat. Why don't they just why don't they just give them a couple wins? Why don't they make them somewhat credible people? Like all they do even with a 2 on 1 advantage they lost to Charlotte even the post match beatdown. I think they need to protect the Iconics better. I think they have they have something special in that. I think they recognize that that's why they haven't really thrust them into anything major yet. True. Yeah, I think I honestly think they're just waiting. They're patiently waiting for the right thing to put them in. Iconics versus Bailey and Banks for a tag title feud. I'm about it. Beautiful. Alistair Black and Tommaso Ciampa. You're doing great. <laughs> That's all I had to say. You guys are doing fantastic. Doing great, sweetie. Ciampa and Becky Lynch are the Twitter MVPs. Agreed. Next question. Uh, Lars Sullivan in line for a big push. Whatever brand he ends up going to. He is in line for a Strowman-like push at the beginning of his career. He's a big, strong, sweaty, bald guy. He's probably going to end up on Raw and eat the shit out of everyone. He's 6'3", 285. He's a brick shithouse. I believe those are his dimensions. Let me double check. Well, he's a guy Vince likes, so you know he's going on Raw. Let's move on. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, too. 
uh, 6'3", 3'30". Jesus, I was off. He's a big man. Matt Riddle. I know you're not high on him yet. I truly believe if they don't if they don't dilute his character when he gets to the main roster, I believe which he could. Which Vince will. Which Vince could. Will. <laughs> He's too fun. Fair enough. I think Matt Riddle could, but that's the thing. On the main roster, Matt Riddle's character could work as a heel. I think Matt Riddle is the future. I think he's a future top guy. I don't know enough about Matt Riddle to comment. I just know that I am not high on the whole surfer frat boy gimmick. Which is why I think it would work as a heel. But I think he's he's got the tools, he's got the charisma, and he's got the skill to be a top guy. So we'll see about that. Ricochet. Future cruiserweight champion. Unfortunately, oh, fuck that. Put him on the main roster, like main main roster. He does. Ricochet deserves better. Ricochet is going to be the next Neville. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that. You know I'm right. Don't say that. You just said don't. your argument for Matt Riddle was Vince will do it. Don't don't say it. Don't don't. No no. Ricochet that. will be cruiserweight champion at best. Let's next, please. <laughs> Next. Velveteen Dream, 23 years old, started wrestling when he was 19. I think he needs to stay in NXT for another two years. The way he's wrestling, the way he's performing, he's performing beyond his years. I don't see – he's literally forcing uh, – he's forcing the management's hands. I think he needs to polish up his ring work. Otherwise, we might get another Nijax situation. And I think – once this current crop of guys meetings, you know, like Ricochet, Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, uh, Alistair, Tomasa, and Johnny, once those guys leave, I think I think all of them should leave. I think Rick or Velveteen should stay, and he can be like that veteran. He could be the champion for a while. He can be that veteran that kind of brings in that new group and, you know, like uh, creates – what's the word I'm looking for? I know, I know what you're saying. You know, yeah. I I can kind of see which I can kind of I can kind of get down to that. I just think that where he is right now and to, as to where Nia was are worlds apart. And like I said, Velveteen is forcing their hand. And I don't I think we're reaching a thing where age shouldn't really matter. I mean, hell, a fucking ancient Undertaker still doing his thing every once in a while. Why can't we put? And if, remember, Kelly Kelly did make the roster and win a championship at twenty three. That is completely different. <laughs> Still, Kelly Kelly was a hot blonde. That's all you needed to be to be a women's champion back in the day. Also true, however. Have you heard about Kyrie Sane? I saw a viral infection. Yes. She has what it's being called, if I can find it, uh, hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh, God, we have another case of that. Yeah. Uh, she is going to miss the uh, current set of tapings and possibly even the next set of tapings, which kind of kills the six-woman feud that they built at TakeOver. Oh, with, Deco- with her, EO, and Dakota. Yep, versus the horsewomen. So, Three of them, at least. That's not good. Wouldn't be surprised if she could get healthy, they could keep her off of NXT, debut her in the Women's Royal Rumble. She w- that's why she mid- wasn't on the... Women's Royal right. last year, was she? I, I, you're right. I think so. So, I think do that. 
just debut her in the Rumble and keep her on the main roster. Why not? Which we'll see. would make my heart so fucking happy, and you know this. Or that return to NXT would be incredible. It would. She, I think she would benefit either way, to be honest with you. Why is Nikki Cross still in NXT? I don't fucking know. There's nothing else for her there to do. There isn't. She's literally. I know. No, I know. And that's why I'm, I want to like, yeah, I, there's nothing else for her to do. She's done everything. She's been the top person. She's had title matches. She hasn't won, unfortunately, but she doesn't need to. I think, she, I think they should have just kept her on the main roster when they brought her over in, uh, over in London. <laughs> You're visually upset about this. Because I am. <laughs> yeah, no, she needs to. She needs to go up. Woman's Royal Rumble call up. That's. She's more probably going to be more confirmed to be a post Rumble call up after yeah. her entry in the in the Woman's Rumble. Nikki Cross. I agree. Uh, we're almost done. I promise. What happened to Renee Young? Vince, move on. Move on. <laughs> Kathy Kelly, she's an angel. Move on. I was going to say, when... Well, I was going to say, you better not find anything bad to say about Kathy Kelly. Couldn't. Social media's fucking superhero. What I could find something bad to, talk, to say about someone. Tom Phillips. Unpopular opinion. I think he's worse than Michael Cole. Michael Cole at least has a character. Has some sort of character and some sort of life to his commentary. You could replace Tom Phillips with a speaking spell. You think so? And it would be the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion. You think so? Yep. I'm okay with Tom Phillips. I'm very... Not to say that I like him or just... I mean, I kind of like him, but for the most part, I'm, I'm indifferent about him. I might also be salty because he replaced our next guy here. Go for it. Mar Ranallo. Another unpopular opinion. Maybe not unpopular. I don't know. Best commentator in WWE. Possibly WWE history. I don't know about history, but he's definitely one of the better ones. JR was pretty good. Morrow is fantastic. JR is a fucking legend, and don't you forget it. Um, I'm just Morrow. I'm no no discredit to JR, but Morrow is amazing. I think it's. I think Morrow is just because people realize how well or how good his voice and just his enthusiasm is. His that's, knowledge. His knowledge of just really anything. Yeah, he he has a sports brain. That's why he does so many different things with with Showtime and all their boxing. But he's he's their premier boxing announcer. He goes off to different other avenues as well. And then of course, when you know on the on the big NXT things, he goes to NXT. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't I don't think he it's does a, weekly NXT too when right. he can, when he can. Right. So I don't think this is a WWE problem, and it is most definitely not a Morrow thing. It's just the fact that Morrow is just so he's very coveted, and when you're very coveted. He was great when he was on SmackDown, though. Exactly, yeah. But then the whole JBL thing happened. So I, but fucking JBL. But the thing is here, like, yeah. I mean, I'm, I am perfectly fine with what Morrow is doing because again, he's <sighs> highly coveted. So to end this, I forgot, and I'm gonna throw it in now. My fantasy booking for the two women's divisions going into WrestleMania, mm -hmm. and it starts with TLC. Ow. Becky Lynch is on the top of the ladder. About to retain her women's championship. I'm not like most girls. Nia comes out. 
punches Becky in the face, costs her the women's championship. Asuka takes advantage and wins the women's championship. So then do people just boo Asuka now? You do? No. Okay. Not necessarily. I think they'd still be hot for Asuka. Then you can run at the Royal Rumble. You can do Charlotte versus Ronda again because they want to revisit that. You can do either Becky versus Asuka for a rematch. Or you can do Becky versus... You could do that on SmackDown and you could do Becky versus Nia at Royal Rumble. And then later in the night, Becky Lynch. Just imagine the crowd reaction when Becky Lynch wins the Royal Rumble and picks up a microphone and says, Ronnie, I'm coming for your title. So then you have Charlotte win the the elimination chamber and at wrestlemania you do becky lynch versus ronda rousey for the raw women's championship and you do charlotte versus oscar two for the smackdown women's championship without oscar's winning streak oscar has the title now she can get her revenge on charlotte becky can finally face ronnie an undefeated ronda and becky can beat ronda I don't see any other way they could, they should do this. You can still build Ronda, even after, even post loss, because now you now you have an now you have a legit a really good angle. It's like, oh, it's her first loss in WWE. We've seen how she reacts to loss. Heels can use that as heat. Mother of fuck. Heels can use that as a ploy against Ronda. Ronda could beat. We've their seen how you've asses. acted after losses before. Yeah. Ronda could kick their ass for saying that. I think that's what needs to happen. I think that's the best way to do it. I think that's the best way to do everything. Because then we finally get Becky Ronda. You get that amazing pop at the Royal Rumble. And you get Charlotte versus Asuka too, which could be huge. You know, all the they could play into that so easily. Charlotte beat Asuka for her undefeated streak last year. Right. Charlotte heals Charlotte. Like, like you, like I beat em- you last year. I right. can do it again. Right. You could, like, the, the Empress was, no- the Empress is nothing to a queen. Blah, 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 blah. I was ready for Asuka. Now are you going to be ready for Charlotte? Why are we not hired? <laughs> <laughs> I sent them my application. Oh, my goodness. Just saying. I, you did. Uh, and now, that's just going to fuel my little diagram that I have here. Little gonna... triangle. Did you make that? No, I found it. Okay. It says it's a triangle, and it's like a cycle. Get my hopes up. Get disappointed, start to believe again, get my hopes up, get disappointed, all that fun stuff. Yeah, just cancel it. Uh, yeah. So probably won't happen, but it should. But anyway, enough of that. Let's get out of here. Let's. First round KL. Follow us. Subscribe to us. Like us. Review us. All of that. <laughs> And then more. Yeah. Share, Share us. us. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, and home base SoundCloud, as always. On Twitter, follow us at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olsen2K18. Follow me. Dude, the end is fucking nay. Oh, God, it football. is. The end is nay. Yikes. Follow me at Countermore underscore seven. Links in the description. Next episode. Football. You guys know the drill at this point. And some basketball.
you know, because we have to talk about a team that's Trades. decent in the West and a team that's ass in the East. Yeah. The usual. Yeah. And uh, maybe even a little baseball. Depends on how long we go. Well, that's true. There is that thing. There's a, there's a couple things. Speaking of which, can I just say this one thing baseball-wise? Yeah. I saw this report that uh, this one beat writer for Comcast Sportsnet back in Chicago yeah. who's, based, who's based with the White Sox, Chuck Garfine, he asked a USA Today reporter who's like majorly big with like mm-hmm. baseball. He was just like, he, so we asked him on his podcast, podcast, he was just like, how aggressive are the White Sox this year in the offseason? The dude's response, he was just like, name any free agent on the market right now. Name any even remotely impact free agent, they're in on him. That's crazy. We're, I mean, good. We're That's com- what they need to do. We're coming back, fuckers. We'll Chicago's see if wants to sign with you. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Money talks. <laughs> but anyway. Just just go ask Eric Hosmer in San Diego. Fair enough. <laughs> Until next time. We'll catch you guys later when we shock the system since day one is. Don't make me feel this again. Things are getting eerie like the lake is down in Michigan. Had a good year, kinda tired. We're the Michelin at the finish line. Go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots. That's extended mag. I don't mean to brag. You smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function. I'm a tennis dag. Stone cold bachelor. Acid rap and chancellor. Couple years in amateur, but never had a chance. We are. You see me as a challenge to manage it into.